Welcome back to The Rollout. I'm Jeff Pratt, and joining me as always is Trent Henrich. How's it going, Trent? It's going well. Just grinding through the week. Yes, sir. All right. Today, we are going to be playing a game called Start Bench Cut. If you've never heard of it before, it's pretty self-explanatory. We'll be provided three players, and we must choose one to start, one to bench, and one to cut from our hypothetical fantasy teams for this season. Trent, are you ready for the first round? Let's do it. All right. Start bench cut. Odell Beckham Jr., Juju Smith-Schuster, and DJ Moore. Those are three really good players, really good fantasy options this year. Um, Odell has a lot of upside. We talked about that last week just because they have new head coach Kevin Stefanski who hopefully can get their offense going. Juju could have a healthy Big Ben. And DJ Moore is one of our favorite young guys. I think I'd have to start DJ Moore. I'm going to bench. I'm going to bench Juju. I'm going to cut Odell um, just based off of uh, consistency. I think in that order, those guys are have like the, the least amount of risk going down the list. So I'm going to go DJ, start, bench Juju, cut OBJ. Okay, cool. So I actually posed this question to my Twitter followers this morning, and it was very divisive, mostly because – People are either very on board with OBJ for this year or want nothing to do with him. And my picks for it was almost uh, the same as you, but I'm starting Juju, I'm benching DJ Moore, and I'm cutting OBJ. And my reasoning is I think that going off of potential alone, Juju's fantasy ceiling this year is just so much higher than DJ Moore's and OBJ. OBJ is by far the most talented receiver out of this, out of this bunch. I think we can say that with confidence, but he's also in by far the most crowded system from a fantasy perspective. They're in a run-first system in Cleveland, and if you look at that receiving core, not only do you have Jarvis Landry, but they added Austin Hooper into the equation, and Kareem Hunt could be a relevant receiver this year. So OBJ, probably the most talented guy out of these three, but I think he has the lowest ceiling from a fantasy standpoint. Yeah, that's fair. And, you know, there are some question marks, not with Juju, um, but with where he's going to be played, if it's out of the slot or not, and if Big Ben's healthy, that's the only reason why I have DJ Moore ranked higher. But um, we've seen Juju put up the biggest numbers um, between him and DJ Moore. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, those guys are back-to-back in my ranking. So really, it's just depending on who I'm feeling at that day. And right now, I'm feeling Juju. But yeah. All right, Trent, why don't you go ahead and announce the second pairing? Yeah, so the... Next one is going to be for rookie running backs. We have uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift. Who would you start bench and cut, Jeff? Okay. So for this year, I'm going to start Clyde, Edward, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Sorry. I'm going to bench DeAndre Swift, and I'm going to cut Jonathan Taylor. And that's really tough for me to do. I love Jonathan Taylor. I think he's going to be the best running back out of all three of these guys down the line. But this year, he's facing, in my opinion, the toughest competition for that workhorse role. And especially since, since we got that news that the NFL Players Association is recommending no preseason, that hurts rookies in general, and especially rookies that rely on a ton of touches to get the ball as from a workhorse standpoint. So I think there's a really good chance that you look at guys like Marlon Mack or um, – carry on Johnson in Detroit as having a much better chance to be the week one starter. Whereas for Clyde, 
not so high on him, but I do think that he has a better chance of winning the job from Damian Williams. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm actually going to go a different route with this. Uh, I'm going to start Jonathan Taylor, bench Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and cut DeAndre Swift. And my reasoning behind that is I, I think Jonathan Taylor, out of the three of them, does have the most experience, as in he had uh, a workhorse load uh, in college, and I think he's going to be more NFL-ready than these other three guys. I think Clyde will fit in his system better than DeAndre Swift, and I think DeAndre Swift has the stiffest competition this year with on Johnson. Even though he's injury-prone, he's had some good seasons. So I'm going to start Jonathan Taylor, bench Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and cut DeAndre Swift. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely fair. I just think that Marlon Mack is the best running back out of on Johnson and uh, Damian Williams and himself because he's proven that he can put together a 1,000-yard season. on Johnson's ceiling might be higher, but he just hasn't shown that he can do it on a consistent basis this year. But I think that's absolutely fair. I mean, Jonathan Taylor's talent is certainly undeniable. Yeah, I just, I just like the workload he had in college. It makes me feel... A lot more comfortable with him. Oh, I mean, oh for sure. Team. And then you look at uh, just news broke earlier today that um, Raheem Mostert wants out of San Francisco. If the 49ers do want a true workhorse back and they don't want to go with that committee of Tevin Coleman and Jarek McKinnon, which is what I think they'll do, who knows? Maybe they go out and say, we'll try to trade for Marlon Mack this year and open up some space for our new workhorse running back. There's a lot that could happen before the season starts. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely true. Yep. So we did rookie running backs with uh, that second trio and now we're going to move on to veteran running backs josh jacobs nick chubb and joe mixon hmm uh this one's i think a little bit easier for me um at least with the starter i know i want my starter to be josh jacobs uh i i would in fantasy or draft him before um joe mixon and nick chubb and i think that josh jacobs is gonna have the biggest workload out of the three of them this year i think he's gonna be in the best situation to succeed. So my starter is definitely going to be Josh Jacobs. And I'm going to have to bench Nick Chubb and cut Joe Mixon. I'm not as high on Joe Mixon as you are. And I don't think Kareem Hunt eats into Nick Chubb's value as much as you do. So that's where I'm going to go with starting Josh Jacobs. That's a no-brainer for me. Benching Nick Chubb. And I'm going to cut Joe Mixon. Yeah, you know, that's interesting logic because for me – the harder decision this year is who to start, and it's between Josh Jacobs and Joe Mixon because I think Joe Mixon's potential in this new revamped Bengals offense is so high, especially if he doesn't hold out, which, you know, that's always a chance at this point. There have been some rumblings, but he hasn't said anything that indicates he's going to hold out in a while. So if he does play, I think he is in a much better offense than he's been in his entire career in Cincinnati. He's got a better quarterback more dynamic players, a better O-line. I love his role in their offense. He got almost 280 carries last year, so he definitely has a huge workload. He's already established that he can handle it. Um, but I am going to go with Josh Jacobs as my starter uh, just because for the same reasons as you did. He got, I think, 240 carries, maybe 242 carries last year in 13 games, and his workload is only going to increase. He is my favorite pure rusher in the NFL right now. So I'm going to bench Joe Mixon, and I'm going to cut Nick Chubb for the reasons that you stated earlier. I do believe Kareem Hunt's going to cut into his workload a little bit more. But, you know, that's just my opinion. And your opinion is definitely valid. And we just see that, you know, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt situation a bit differently. Yeah, definitely. All right, so let's move on, Trent. Yeah, so for our next one, we have 
Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Drew Brees. Who are you starting, benching, and cutting, Jeff? Mm, this is really tough. Um, I think I'm going to start Drew Brees just because of his potential in that offense and how much he throws the ball. I mean, he could easily put together another 5,000-plus yard season this year, whereas guys like Brady, even though he's in a phenomenal offense, aren't going to throw the ball that much. Um, so I am going to start Drew Brees, and then I'm going to bench – I'm going to bench Aaron Rodgers, believe it or not, because I think the Packers will be in a situation to be playing from behind or playing in closer games uh, more than the Buccaneers this year. I think the Bucs could rely on the running game much more than people think, despite them not having an established veteran at that position. And I just think that Tom Brady's not going to be throwing the ball that much. We have no idea in reality how he's going to fit into this new system in Tampa Bay. He's been in New England for his entire career. We know what Aaron Rodgers is in Green Bay. He's a high-octane, high-volume passer. I just think he has a safer floor. Yeah, I like those picks. I'm actually going to go the same route. Pretty similar reasoning. I'm going to go Breeze as my starter. I've been high on him um, all, all off-season long. Uh, I've been drafting for a lot of my teams. I think the Saints can make a Super Bowl run, and he's going to have one of his stronger, stronger offenses of his career this season. So Drew Brees is going to be a starter. I'm going to bench Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, it's almost a coin flip for me between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. The only reason I decided to go with Aaron Rodgers is even not even though he didn't have great targets last year and he's not going to have that many targets this year, he still put up 282 fantasy points last year, which was, I think, good for like fifth or sixth for qu- uh, quarterbacks. So I think that that's pretty strong um, showing. Um, actually better than I thought he did. Um, so I'm going to go with starting Drew Brees, benching Aaron Rodgers, and cutting Tom Brady, which seems crazy. Yeah. All right. So moving on to the next one, we have another quarterback trio. This one, a little younger and a little bit more dynamic, I would say. Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, and Kyler Murray. Yeah. Um, I'm going to definitely start Russell Wilson. I think he's one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the league. Everyone overlooks him. Uh, last year, he was the third best quarterback in the league, and or, or sorry, fourth fourth best quarterback in the league fantasy wise. And I think that this year, DK Metcalf's going to have a year under his belt and perform a lot better. They're going to grow a strong connection, and Wilson's also a big threat on the ground. I'm going to go Wilson at one. I'm going to go or sorry, I'm going to go Wilson with my starter uh, on the bench. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Kyler Murray just because I think he's going to be more of a threat on the ground than Deshaun Watson will be. And Deshaun Watson will have a little less targets to throw to now that Hopkins is going to be Kyler Murray's target. So I will bench Kyler Murray and cut Deshaun Watson. Yeah, you know, I like the reasoning. And it was really hard for me to go against Russell Wilson this year. Uh, But I'm going to have to slotting Kyler Murray as my starter. If you've been listening to our podcast, you know that he's my MVP pick uh, following the trend of sophomore quarterbacks winning that award. So I am going to go with Kyler Murray as my starting option, and I'm going to bench Russell Wilson and cut Deshaun Watson. All three of these guys are extremely electrifying, but Deshaun Watson, as you mentioned, you know, who knows if halfway through the season he's going to have his top two options at wide receiver to throw to because Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller get hurt so much. They both could be out and he could be throwing to the likes of Randall Cobb instead of DeAndre Hopkins, who now just happens to be Kyler Murray's target, as you said earlier, Trent. So that's just my reasoning. Yeah, and we could definitely see 
um, some uh, touches taken away from Deshaun Watson and given to David Johnson to have on the ground and to carry the ball a bit more. Absolutely. I mean, if Carlos Hyde can put together a thousand yard season there, then David Johnson definitely has a chance. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to your next one, Trent. Yeah. For this one, we're going to have some uh, younger wide receivers. We're going to have Nikhil Harry, Marquise Brown, and Deontay Johnson. Who are you starting, benching, and cutting, Jeff? Mm, that's really tough. That's really tough. Um, I think I have to start Deontay Johnson just because of his potential to slide in as an Antonio Brown replacement of sorts on the outside for Ben Roethlisberger. I think he and Juju are going to help each other out so much from a fantasy standpoint, just like AB and Juju helped each other out back in 2018 when Juju put up that huge season. Ben Roethlisberger is really effective when he has a really solid deep threat or a wide out threat and a solid uh, slot threat. I think Deontay Johnson is going to be given all the opportunities to be that guy. So I'm going to start him. And then, believe it or not, I'm going to bench Nikhil Harry. I'm really high on Nikhil Harry, even as a Patriots fan. Now that Cam Newton is probably going to be the starter for this team, I like his chances to have an even better season than when Jarrett Stidham was potentially going to be under center. Uh, he's been working really hard this offseason with his footwork and creating separation, which is really his biggest issue. The physicality was never a problem. And then Marquise Brown, while he's super electrifying, I'm going to have to cut him just because who knows if Lamar Jackson and him are going to build on the rapport they already have. It's just him and Lamar, they're two very inconsistent players. So that's, that's just my reasoning. Yeah, I'm going to actually go a totally different route. I'm going to start Marquise Brown. I knew you would. Yeah, I just think after seeing what they were able to accomplish in Marquise Brown's rookie season, and it was Lamar Jackson's uh, sophomore season last year, or is it his third season? Uh, Lamar Jackson, this is his third season this because is, sophomore this... QB is winning MVP. Yeah, so. that's right. Um, but I think you know Lamar Jackson and Marquise Brown had a solid connection, and they're young, and they're going to keep building on that. And I think people undervalue Lamar Jackson's skill as a throwing quarterback. So I'm definitely going to go with Marquise Brown as my starter. And I'm going to bench Nikhil Harry because I do like how if if Cam Newton is the starting quarterback, I'd want to bench Nikhil Harry. I think he has really high upside with Cam Newton at QB. I think they, they, I think they would pair really well together. And I'm going to cut Deontay Johnson. Actually, I'm pretty high on Deontay Johnson. I just more of a question mark for me, uh, and it was the same thing with Juju. Is I don't know how healthy Big Ben is going to be this season. Yeah, I mean that's definitely fair. Big Ben is certainly a huge question mark. Who knows how good he's going to throw on that bum elbow? So you know, I respect that decision process. You're definitely much higher on Brown than I am. I think he's got a lot of potential, but I just see consistency problems uh, coming his way down the line. But you know, that's definitely fair. Yeah, he's more of a big play guy, but maybe he'll get some more time in the slot or something this season. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they could definitely work him in in a bunch of sets. Absolutely. All right, so moving on from my next trio, we have veteran tight ends not named Travis Kelsey because Travis Kelsey is an automatic start in anyone's list. But we're going to go with the next three best guys, George Kittle, Zach Ertz, and Mark Andrews. Yeah, I'm actually going to go exactly in that order. I'm going to start George Kittle. I think that has to be a no-brainer. Um, George Kittle, I think, is arguably as good as Travis Kelsey. I really like um, how he showed out last year for the Niners, and he's definitely uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's favorite target, biggest target. 
his go-to. So definitely going to throw Kittle in as my starter. Uh, and coming off the bench, I'm going uh, – what did you say was the second one? Zach Ertz. Yeah. Zach, I'm definitely going to go Zach Ertz um, on the bench. Just because Zach Ertz in the past, other, other than injuries, he's shown how consistent he can be. And I think he had over 200 points last year. And it was a pretty quiet 200 as well. Um, so that's why I'm going to throw him uh, on my bench. And Mark, uh, Mark Andrews, I am going to cut. It's not that I don't like Mark Andrews. Um, he, he is younger than Zach Ertz. I just think that Lamar Jackson and Marquise Brown will have a stronger connection. And I don't know how many targets he'll get this season. Okay, you know, that's fair. I'm going to start George Kittle for the same reasons as you. I think he's the obvious start in this case. He's arguably the best tight end in the league. He does so much. He's so versatile. Uh, You stick him in that Kansas City offense instead of Travis Kelsey, oh, man, that'd be crazy to watch. Um, He and Kelsey do different things, so uh, they're not really that comparable. But I'm going to start Kittle, and then I'm going to bench Mark Andrews. Uh, I'm really high on Andrews this year, really the only – uh, receiver out of Baltimore that I'm interested in or receiving option, I should say, because he's not a wide receiver. But he didn't see a ton of targets last year, and he still turned it into incredible production. I think he is Lamar Jackson's only reliable target uh, for the Ravens. I think he's going to rely on him even more this year, and that leaves Zach Ertz for me to cut, and that's not a knock on Zach Ertz. He's been one of the most solid tight ends over the last, I don't even know how many years, seven or eight years however long he's been in the league. He's been such a consistent player for the Eagles. But I'm going to go with Mark Andrews because I think he has a higher ceiling this year. Yeah, and I think age and durability is is the biggest question mark on Zach Ertz. But I think if he stays healthy for the full season, he will perform um, better numbers than Mark Andrews. But that's just a a personal opinion there. Yeah, that's fair. All right, Trent, what's your next uh, trio? Yeah, now we're going to go with some younger tight ends. We have TJ Hawkinson, Hayden Hurst, and Noah Fant. All right, well, you know who I'm going to start here. Got to go with the Atlanta Falcon, Hayden Hurst. I'm extremely high on him this year. Looking at what they've done with Austin Hoover the last couple of years, Matt Ryan uh, loves to get his tight ends involved. So does Dan Quinn in that offensive system. Hayden Hurst, people forget how highly touted he was coming out of college. He was a first-round pick, and then he got stuck behind Mark Andrews and Nick Boyle in Baltimore. I think he's going to have a chance to flourish in Atlanta. I'm definitely picking him up. I view him as a high-quality starting option for fantasy tight ends this year. And then I am going to bench TJ Hawkinson, and I'm going to cut Noah Fant. Uh, Two Iowa tight ends, I believe they both played on Iowa. Um, Hawkinson just has the opportunity to get more targets this year, in my opinion. Fant, I love his talent, but he's in a really crowded system in Denver, and I just think that there's a chance he could play third or even fourth fiddle. Yeah, I, I, I like what you did there. I'm going to go a little bit different. I'm going to start TJ Hawkinson. I do like, um, you know, Matt Stafford coming back, going to be healthy. And he can't throw all day to Kenny Galladay. He's going to have to work the ball around. Bigger target with TJ Hawkinson. I like his upside coming into this season. I think he's going he's gonna to build a strong relationship with Matt Stafford. Uh, on the bench, I am going to go with Hayden Hurst. Um, it's not the fact that I, I'm not huge on Hayden Hurst. I just know, like you said, how crowded Noah Fant and that Denver offense is. And I just can't see him having the opportunity to put up as big a numbers as Hayden Hurst could in that Falcons offense. 
So for that reasoning, I'm put Hayden Hurst on my bench and cut Noah Fant. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, Hawkinson definitely has a ton of potential. There was a reason he was a first-round pick for the Lions last year. He just struggled with injuries, and obviously, same thing with Stafford. But assuming both are healthy, they could put up big numbers this year. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so moving on. Next trio we have are the three young number one, uh, num- not number one, round one receivers this year, which is Jerry Judy, CeeDee Lamb, and Henry Ruggs. Hmm. That's a tough one. Um, I'm big. I mean, I'm not a big fan of rookie wide receivers, but I am a big fan um, of those three in general. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start Rugs. Uh, I think he's gonna have um, the biggest workload with that uh, Vegas Raiders team. Um, I think that Derek Carr and him could create a strong connection, and he doesn't really have many options to throw to other than Darren Waller. So I'm gonna go with Rugs as my starter. I'm going to bench CeeDee Lamb. I think that he's going to grow in that um, Cowboys offense. It's going to be a high octane, lots of touches, lots of lots of pa- passes. And I think he's going to see the ball quite a bit this season. And I'm going to bench Jerry Judy for the same reason we talked about with, with Noah Fant. He's in that crowded offense, and I don't know how many opportunities he'll get as a rookie. Yeah, so you know what? Jerry Judy is actually the – the target in that Denver offense that I am the biggest fan of from a fantasy perspective at his current average draft position heading into this year. So I'm going to start him. I think that Corland Sutton and Judy playing alongside each other, they're going to help each other out by drawing uh, double teams off of each other. And I think that's just going to leave guys like Fant left in the dust. Um, I am going to bench CD lamb. I love his talent. He could easily be the most talented receiver in this draft. Uh, I just couldn't start him because he has a chance of being the number three wide out on the depth chart behind obviously Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup heading into the year. And then I'm going to uh, cut Henry Ruggs. He is in the best situation to be a relevant fantasy receiver this year, but he also is the rawest player. He doesn't have his skills. They aren't as honed as Judy and Lamb. And I think he could take him a couple of years to get adjusted and really become a dangerous threat like it did with Tyreek Hill coming into the Chiefs. I think that's definitely his ceiling, but I think it will take him a while to get there. Yeah, he's definitely raw. I think that, uh, you know, that Raiders team can mold him into that system possibly quicker than you think um, because he's going to have to have quite a big role early on in his career. So we'll see what happens this season. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move on to your next trio, Trent. Yeah, uh, for the next trio, we got a few solid wide receivers. Uh, We have Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup, and Christian Kirk. Okay, so I think the start here is pretty obvious. Both of us are really high on Brandon Cooks. He has a chance to come in, be uh, Deshaun Watson's number one target, be the DeAndre Hopkins replacement. And Obviously, he's not as good of a receiver as Hopkins, but prior to last year, he put up five straight 1,000-plus yard seasons, so he's definitely capable of being a number one guy, and he's got a great quarterback to work with under center. And then what were the two options, Trent? Michael Gallup and Christian Kirk. Okay, I am going to bench Michael Gallup because for the same reasons that you uh, bench CeeDee Lamb, I'm not a huge fan of Michael Gallup, to be completely honest with you, but I love the system he's in. It's really high octane. They're going to get a ton of touches, a ton of touchdowns. Even if Michael Gallup does slide down to the third receiver on that depth chart behind CeeDee Lamb, I like his potential to get five or six touchdowns this year. And then I'm going to cut Christian Kirk 
just because I think he, there's a good chance he plays third fiddle to DeAndre Hawkins and um, Larry Fitz this year in Arizona. I actually agree with everything you said. Um, I think Brandon Cooks uh, definitely has to be your starter in this situation. He can beat Deshaun Watson's number one target this season. And I think if, if he stays healthy, um, it's going to perform a lot better than people think. I'm going to um, switch up, and I'm going to go with Christian Kirk on my bench just because um, Michael Gallup and that Dallas Cowboys offense is so crowded. And I think Gallup is the third option. I think he will end up behind C.D. Lamb. And also Zeke's going to take a, a lot more touches than I think Kenyon Drake will in that Cardinals offense. That's why I think Kirk may have the opportunity to see a few more touches than Gallup, maybe make the most of, of what he sees. So I'm going to bench Kirk and cut Michael Gallup. Okay, that's definitely fair. I mean, I honestly am not targeting either of those guys in drafts this year. I'd much rather have CeeDee Lamb at a lower average draft position. But um, yeah, I mean, that's fair. I can't argue with you there. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so moving on, we have two left. And for my first one, we're going to go with Devin Singletary, David Montgomery, and James Conner. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start Devin Singletary um, in that Bills offense. I don't think Zach Moss is as much of a threat as people think he is. I understand he was a second-round draft pick, and, you know, uh, he's, he's pretty he's – pretty seen as a, as a pretty skilled player. I just think Devin Singletary is going to be coming into this sophomore season and outperform – people's expectations people are actually expecting more of him last season and he kind of underperformed i think he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder and he's gonna work really hard this season and put up some big numbers i'm gonna bench david montgomery we we talked about this in prior episodes i think he can see a ton of touches this season um could could be a rb2 type of guy just with how many touches he's gonna see so i like david montgomery the only question mark there is you know, how much does Tariq Cohen uh, steal value-wise away from David Montgomery? And then I'm going to have to bench uh, uh, James Conner. I like James Conner a lot. I'm just not that big into the Steelers this season. I think they're kind of old and banged up. Um, it's tough It's tough to, for me to bench James Conner. I think he might be the most skilled player out of these three, and he's flashed um, probably – the most signs are not greatness, but he's showed what he can do more than the other two guys. Um, but I'm not the bench James Conner in this scenario. Wow. You know, I'm proud of you. You know, you put your bias away. You benched your guy or not benched. You cut your guy, James Conner. Um, and I'm going to do pretty similar to what you did, but I'm going to start David Montgomery just because as you said, volume is king in fantasy football for running backs. Montgomery could see, 260, 270 plus carries this year. And if the Bears offensive line holds up to any degree, he could turn that into RB2, maybe even fringe RB1 numbers if he like plays up to his potential that the Bears were expecting him to. They state that they're going to feature him this year, and I we have to believe them. And then I'm going to bench Devlin Singletary. I think he's the most talented rece- uh, receiver back out of these three. Um, I love his fit 
in this Bills offense, my only problem is that you have a touchdown vulture in Josh Allen that could definitely take Singletary's touches away as you get closer to the goal line. And who knows how Zach Moss is going to work into that equation. But I do love Devin Singletary. I love his skill. And then I'm going to cut James Conner just because I don't think he's going to be able to make it throughout an entire season again. It seemed like last year, every time he got touched, he was out for a couple of games. Um, and I think that it's definitely trending towards the end of the James Conner era in Pittsburgh. It's coming pretty fast. I wouldn't go that far in saying the end of the James Conner era. I just, I'm not even sure what to expect from the Steelers offense. People are really high on them, saying they're a playoff team. I don't think it's going to be that way unless Big Ben is Big Ben of old. I, I just don't see that coming out of the Steelers offense. Yeah, you know, we'll have to agree to disagree because it seems like the Steelers are not intent on – bringing James Conner back after this year. But, you know, maybe he goes out and has a huge year, proves everyone wrong, and then signs a long-term deal with them. We'll see. We'll find out. Yep. All right, Trent, hit me with the last one. Yeah, so for the last one, we have some pretty big wide receivers. Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, and Devontae Adams. Mm, Man, this is really tough. Um, All three of these guys could be the number one fantasy wide receiver this year. I'm going to have to start. DeAndre Hopkins, just because I said earlier that I think he can be the number one fantasy receiver this year. He was my pick. Actually, I love his fit in this Arizona offense. And it kind of hurts me to bench Julio Jones, which is what I'm going to do because I love Julio. He's my favorite receiver in the league right now. I just like D-Hop's fit in Arizona so much. Maybe it's a little bit of recency bias that he's getting moved to a new team. It's fresh. There's very well... There could be a, a great chance that he doesn't match with Kyler Murray and he finishes as the worst receiver out of these three. Uh, but I just think he's going to excel there. And then I'm going to have to cut Devontae Adams as much as that pains me because he's really the only option for Aaron Rodgers in that Green Bay offense. And I think he's going to finish as a top five uh, fantasy receiver this year. I just think he's going to finish behind Hopkins and Julio. Yeah, that's fair. I'm actually going to go a pretty different route. Um, I'm going to start Julio Jones. I think he's the most consistent wide receiver out of these three. He's put up the biggest numbers in the past seven or eight years out, out, out of the, these guys. I really like Matt Ryan. Uh, it's, a, it's definitely a throwing offense or a throw-first offense, even with Todd Gurley there. I think there's still a throw-first offense with targets like Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. So I'm going to go Julio as my starter. And I'm going to bench Devontae Adams just because of the amount of touches he should see this season. I mean, he, he's going to see a ton of targets come from Aaron Rodgers because he has absolutely no one else to throw to other than maybe Alan Lazard. Um, but there's, there's not many guys or many options for, for Aaron Rodgers other than Devontae Adams. And lastly, I'm going to have to bench DeAndre Hopkins just because I think that um, people like uh, Christian Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald will eat into his touches more than you think. Kyle Murray... I'm not as high. You think Kyle Murray's in the MVP. I'm not as high on him as you are. I think it's going to take them a couple games to even create a strong connection between the two of them. So that's why I'm going to start Julio, bench Adams, and cut Hopkins. Okay. I mean, fair enough. I was pretty sure that you were heading that route. We definitely disagree on Hopkins this year and the Cardinals in general. But yeah, this was really fun. And that's actually a wrap for this episode of The Rollout. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed. We'll be back Monday, as always, where we will be recording live, hopefully from down in Cape Cod. Stay tuned and stay safe out there, everyone.